All right, welcome back to another episode of the Pin High Podcast presented by Pin High Media. We got all three of us here. Uh, so we're going to talk about JT barely missing out on the playoffs, Bryson's 58, potentially being one of the best rounds ever. And it's the start of the FedEx Cup playoffs. So we'll have picks and, and preview for, for the FedEx St. Jude at TBC Southwind. Let's get into it. This is Jordan Spieth here, and this is the Pin High Podcast. All right, let's get inside the ropes to start the week. We have all three of us here for the first time in a little bit. I feel like that's kind of just how the golf world is right now. You know, it was the it was the Wyndham, it was the 3M. We're all here for the Open, or maybe not. We're all of us here for the Open. It was the first round. Uh, we did a first recap. round recap. Pin high happy hour. We did the recap. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I knew that. That was a good time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's good to be back. It's it's playoffs now, so and then we're gonna be heading into Ryder Cup. So we got we got a good stretch coming here before we get into the slow part of the season again. Yeah, I mean the Wyndham wasn't wasn't the worst tournament, I guess. Especially like the fact that the they cut the FedEx Cup playoff number from 125 to 70, so there was a lot of movement back and forth of who's going to get in, who's not going to get in, who's out, who's in. You know, so I thought that was pretty interesting. I enjoyed it, like just because of the fact that like JT was like grinding his ass off, like trying to get into the FedEx Cup playoffs when like years past, like just he would have been like, oh, I don't care, like I'm just gonna like. like it made it, I think it made it matter more, just like the and it made like people like JT play the 3M Open and play Wyndham and uh, maybe in a couple of years like if someone like if Zalatoris is playing this year and he played a few events and was able to come back like he'd probably be playing his last few weeks too like it's, it just makes it it makes these events matter more like a better chance of someone like JT getting into like coming to I don't know where the what location they were at this week but. It Where makes for a storyline. Yeah. Of no storylines. Um, I guess there's some storylines during the Wyndham just because of guys getting in and out of the top 70 previously mm-hmm. top 20. But something I wanted to bring up uh, while we you know briefly recap the Wyndham is that there just hasn't been a good finish to a golf tournament in quite some time. Yeah, I mean, wait until the BMW Championship. That usually gives you a good finish. But yeah, no, you are right. I mean, last year, of... this tournament was pretty good. Zalatoris yeah, yeah. and I mean, yeah, that was wild. I forgot about that. In this tournament, Russell Henley just like fell apart at the end. I mean, he got very unlucky at the end. But, uh, oh, breaking I mean, news. Russell Henley falls apart and loses golf tournament. Of course. But, I mean, <laughs> I mean, he was almost he, unlucky. He, he landed in a divot like twice in a row. I'm pretty sure. You make your own. He luck. he he had he had bad shots. I mean, he had bad I, shots too. But you have to think shots. if but one I, of them also, one of them being in a divot, he would have gone up and down and would have been fine. And then another one landing like basically in hard rough, and he had to just chop it out. Uh, yeah, unlucky. No, no, I, like there was certainly a bit of unlucky to it, but like. The, like he still had like like that hole where he hit like the embedded lie or whatever it was. He hit it way right and then he had to like basically punch out and then 
still got a free drop from it. And then picked up his ball like in the embedded mark and like just dropped it down back, like almost like a Patrick Reed situation. And then and then uh made bogey and it was like, all right, well that's kind of it. Yeah, I mean, like we don't really have to get into that rule because it's just no. like everyone's gonna say the exact same thing. It's just dumb, but it is dumb. Yeah. But going back yeah. to to the point about the ending of these golf tournaments, the Wyndham, no bueno. 3M open, Lee Hodges run away. Open, Harmon run away. Scottish Open, sure, good finish. Nobody saw it. John yeah. Classic, who cares? Delay. Rocket Mortgage, good, good finish. So there you, you go. Know, Rocket Mortgage is the best one, yeah. But, but, no one, but also no one saw that either. Yeah, also. On but also no one saw that either. <laughs> Travelers Championship, Keegan Runaway. U.S. Open, Wyndham Runaway. Canadian Open, Nick Taylor. So it's there hasn't been much. There hasn't been much many good finishes. You know, like almost in the whole entire summer, it feels like. Yeah, it's bad for golf to not have any excitement. Because I feel like I, I was thinking during the window, I was like, I have not been excited about like a golf tournament like on a Sunday. Honestly, the most I've been excited for was the Rocket Mortgage. The Rocket Mortgage, you won. Yeah, and, and that's it was on CBS Sports. Like, mortgage. Yeah, it's crazy. But no, I, I think it's. Yeah, I think you're right. It's just a down year for kind of. I feel like majors have said the same thing too. It's just been majors. down. Like like even last year, besides the uh, U.S. Open, it feels like everyone just runs away. Like it's. I feel like there's a lot, been a lot more runaways in recent. For like majors and like now this year the PGA Tour as well, which like like I don't want to take like I don't want I don't think that credits like the, this discredits the PGA Tour or like gives any credit to live for like having these guys, but at the same time it's like maybe there would be a couple guys in there that would like a Taylor Gooch or a Bryson this week shooting fifty eight, like like who who knows? But it's still just a weird it's weird. We're we're, we're due for some fireworks for sure. Yeah, hopefully the FedEx Cup playoffs bring those those fireworks. I'm thinking yeah. this week when you when you talk about a 70 man field of all um, you know top players, cream usually rises to the top at these events. You you're bound to get a good finish. Yeah, especially yeah, like these are the best players in the world here this these next two weeks, whether JT is whatever is here or not, like in their Sky's got a new putter, so he'll probably win by twenty now. So it's it's just going to be it's it's it is kind of exciting, even though I don't care about this course. And is next week Olympia Fields? Is that what it is again, or is it Medina uh, next week? I believe it's Olympia Fields. Okay, well I'd like that was an awesome finish last time. And it was like super tough, which was fun. And then East Lake is always there. East Lake could be a runaway depending who's in first. I guess it's a weird tournament because you have that like staggered start, so it's hard to. I'll pr- I'll probably be back there again on that Saturday, but it's just it's going to be, yeah, just a weird tournament. But I mean, it it had a good finish last year. It did. So I mean, that that's the thing with I was thinking about how there's these elevated events next year that don't have a cut and they're smaller fields. I mean, sure, it's it's less players and there's gonna be less storylines like a, you know, like an Eric Cole coming out of nowhere, like during the Honda or whatever it is. It's still going to like the, the finishing, the, the Sundays are going to be good. Cause the good guys are going to win those events mainly. 
Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And that's what's going to happen during the FedEx Cup playoffs. Whatever. And we're cutting no, from yeah, 70 yeah. to 50 next week. So yeah. you have that. Like, the, I, well. I, that, 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 that's what they should do in the signature events or whatever they're called now. Like, just cut, like, still, like, have, like, only 70 guys, but still cut it to, like, 50. Like, so there's still, like, the, like, all right, I don't, I can't just mail it in if I don't feel it this week. Uh, kind of feel, but you can, like, you can still create that, like, kind of cut uh, and still have enough great players there, especially from the great fields, to make it matter on the weekend and make, make the viewers watch, want to watch, too. Yeah. That that would be an interesting idea. Cut them after two rounds, and then those guys are out for next week. Yeah, because they're already too much WGC. Like if they're no cuts and, and whatever, we're bringing in more no cut events next year. So exactly, exactly. Yeah, might not be. The, it might not end up being the worst thing in the world. We'll. I mean, only time will tell. Yeah. Yeah. So how about how about a little uh, who's in, who's out for the FedEx Cup playoffs? Because kind of talked about that, but not really. I mean, first man out, JT. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Had a crazy little end there. If he like chipped in, he would be the first man in. I think. Yeah. So Ben Griffin's happy about that. Yeah, Ben Griffin from a missed cut gets gets in as the seventieth man. Um, Adam Scott had a good week last week, but second man out, seventy-two. If we want to give a throwback to high altitude. Good pairs, Ben Griffin, Ben Griffin, and, and Flagsticks. <laughs> Is that what it's called? Good pairs. Good yeah, pairs, bad good pairs. pairs. Good pairs. Yeah, we did that. I don't remember doing that at all. <laughs> <laughs> that whole Start that whole era lot. was was a blur. Um, and then third man out, Davis Thompson. So Norman, Spawn, and Griffin in. Thomas, Scott, and Thompson out. That big, but what does that mean for JT now for the Ryder Cup? That's, I mean, that's the question. That I mean, I don't know, but there is another name we have to talk about when it comes to Ryder Cup after last week. Oh my god, I was, I was half joking when I said that earlier. But like, I mean, like, there's, there's credibility to that. I mean, I'm not gonna sit around and act like there's not. He's a bomber. He played well at 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 Whistling Straits. I don't know if the course is exactly a. Bomber's Paradise, so it's Italy, but then we don't really know. I've heard, well, like, like, what's like, like he's suing the PGA Tour and the players. However, like, no, he's not going to make it. But like, no, it's I, not I, like it's the craziest idea that that so, someone might be like, yeah, he deserves to be on the Ryder Cup team. Yeah, like I, I just don't think it. Like, if if he had shot sixty, would we we be having the discussion like, oh, is Bryson gonna? Should we should should should. Uh, Bryson take JT's spot in the Ryder Cup team? I don't I don't think so. If he was doing this on the PGA tour, then you have the validity there yeah. that he like Bryson would almost have to be in over JT. I think that's a different conversation. But yeah, so when we talked about it, we we're like, you know, you, you're gonna have to be like a Brooks Kepka that really like pushes the hand of an like, yeah. automatic qualifier, you know. You gotta if he if he if he had done this for like I don't even know if he had done this for if he'd won every live event the past few few weeks, I don't even know how many there've been. Past, let's say, he won the past three live events, and she, like blew away the field in all three of those. Like, like maybe that's a different conversation. I think. I mean, I yeah, think, I like, know. he played pretty well at the majors this year too. Not well enough to. 
yeah, he played better than last him, year. I think that's the yeah. I don't know. It's weird. I mean, I don't know if you've seen. He's using like a like a gimmicky driver. I don't know if you've yeah, seen that. And it, it looks like it looks like one of those infomercial drivers, but he's using it and he's having success with it. So, oh, he's interesting. He said, he, but wait, say so it's like he he can hit off the heel or the toe, and it doesn't matter. He'll look up and it's going back to the middle, center of the fairway. Maybe <laughs> I have to get one of those. Doesn't know he doesn't. He can spend more time with uh, like fit, like spends, like doesn't have to spend as much time grinding on the range because he knows he's gonna. Doesn't matter what his swing is. That's just just laughable. It almost feels like the club's like non-conforming, but it is. Like why is not why is everybody yeah. not using it? <laughs> well, like I think I think I said this before too. I think I said uh, like when when the PJ or like the whole rollback thing came out, like Liv should just. Like and this was back when Liv was like who knows what the deal with Liv's gonna be in a few years, but like Liv should just play like the gimmicky stuff and like play the ball that keeps it goes a million yards and just like just the juice, social media juice content. Balls. Juice what? balls, uh yeah, just yeah, yeah. juice the juice the balls. Have why does that have I don't know. Why does that have all like grooves all over the place? Yeah. Super yeah. spinny. But they're trying to get so that that wouldn't help at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, I I don't. I still think JT should be on the Ryder Cup team. By the way, I don't know what you guys think. Uh, It's tough. I don't know what I think. There's just too many good players. Yeah, and like that just kind of like to me sends a bad message to guys that to prospective Ryder Cup team members. I mean there's six six I captains picks, right? So six make it, six captains picks. We're looking at the standings right now. Seven is Max Homa, eight is Cameron Young, nine is Jordan Spieth, ten is Keegan. Which those three are in. Those three Eleven are. is Morikawa. Twelve is Burns. Thirteen Ricky. Fourteen JT. I think you can't JT in over Ricky. No, Ricky. Ricky's for sure. Ricky's in. probably in, and then that's ten. And you got two between basically JT, Morikawa, uh, Keegan, and Burns, right? Keegan. I think Ke- I think I, I would put Keegan. I don't Burns. I don't think deserves to be in at all over JT. So JT Burns doesn't really think JT in gets in over Burns. No. I re- like if if they're deciding Burns, if they're deciding if like Keegan's in, there's one spot left, and it's like. I mean Morikawa and uh, JT. Like I'd probably take JT, but like I don't know. I think if that's the choice, I think they probably pick Colin and JT over Keegan and yeah, pick up. That's true too. Just go off the board. Keegan's also. I feel like Keegan might have is his like hot streak, quote unquote. If you look at his like finishes, he's not that hot. He's a win. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how they. I don't know how they do these points exactly. But everybody's saying how like JT has such a crappy year. Like Tony Finau sent nineteen. Like he's below JT. He's he's not in. Tony Finau. Zalatoris is ahead of Finau. I know. Which I again, I don't really know how they do these points. I think it's like a two-year. It must be a two-year running thing. Yeah, like Tony Finau Finau went back to back. Yeah, and he's still sitting at 19. So I, I really don't know how this is done, but uh, I guess you have to play well in the majors. That's that's the way it goes. Play well in the majors and 
Fair enough. Play play well at golf's highest stage, biggest stage, whatever you want to say. I don't know. It's going to be an interesting choice. Now, I I I think that JT will make it in personally, just because he's a a heart and soul guy, and like he didn't play bad last week. He played like almost well enough to get get himself into the the FedEx Cup playoffs. Fell just short, but like in match play, like you if he has a bad hole, you just lose the hole. You don't. You know, you don't shoot an 80, right? <laughs> and he's got, like, you don't have to play him. You don't have to play him every match. And he's got he's got the chemistry, and you don't have to play him every match. Like, he's, he knows all those guys. He, he and Jordan, like, probably, like, I wouldn't be surprised if he goes on the team and Jordan still, he and Jordan still, like, just tear the roof off the place. Yeah, and it's like a, the Ryder Cup, you know, you have to bring experience into play. He's been there before. So I, I think he would get the nod, personally. But, I mean... We'll see. Two guys have to not make it, and there's a lot of good golfers ahead of him. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll we'll have plenty of Ryder Cup talk in the next, uh, you know, couple weeks after after the the Tour Championship. Don't sleep on Team Europe. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's kind of like the popular thing right now, though. Like, everybody, I see everybody on Twitter talking about how like Europe's going to win. They're not. How the um, hell do they do the like, points? Like Victor no, Hovland sitting sitting at fifteen on the Team Europe list, and like he's like a lock to go. Like I, I don't really well, no, know how like, to do it. I think I think that one's like based off of like you. It's like DP That's World right. Tour ranking, and then and then uh, your like world world ranking as well. It's like the top three from each of those, and like Hovland's that was more of like a hand picked team. Like you kind of know yeah on it outside of like some outliers, right? Like Burn Wee's favorite bird. Got some killers though. Yeah, for sure. They do. Um, I think their top is better in the US, to be honest. But yeah. Rom and Rory. Yeah. And Victor. Yeah. Let's uh let's move into the, the FedEx Cup playoffs first event. First leg at uh TPC Southwind. Last year we had Zalatoris and Straka in that just ridiculous playoff. Speaking of good finishes. Um so, you know, you look at both those guys and you say, T to green, you know? Yeah, putting not necessarily important. the thing, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. True. Now, I, we will, I will say, Scotty Scheffler is using a new putter this week, FYI. Yeah. Got a spider. At least he's at, testing it out. You look at both those guys and you say, well, obviously, Will Zeltoris is, is, is gone uh, for, for the season, but... Sepp is in great form and playing well at, at, at hard events. So I think he comes right back into the conversation. I think like you just said, I mean, Mr. T to green is Scotty Scheffler. Um, Colin com- comes to mind. He's had like his best T to green or is it T to green or off the T that's been really good. For Colin? Yeah. Uh, he's usually a tee to green guy but I don't know if yeah, I'm pretty sure his tee to green has been like the best in his career it's just his putting has been so bad um, yeah yeah it's tea, yeah. It's that's tea. Guy that comes to mind he comes in a weird summer he hasn't he's only played since the US Open he's only played three times it's kind of odd but he's another guy where like you know a, a good field comes around and, and yeah, right to the top. top. Yeah, 
I don't know. Like you said, you mentioned Cam Young in the text earlier, text group earlier this week. Like he's like perfect, like you said, kind of like bomber, like great TD Green. Can't putt for his life, like we saw at the Open. Like it was unbelievable hitting those approach shots. Uh, and he like kind of follows the winner theme of like first time PGA Tour winner, like last year in Zalatoris. Like kind of like a stalwart, but also people are like, oh, yeah, he hasn't won a PJ Tour event. What do you guys think of Xander? He doesn't like historically have very good finishes here, but I was just like, just interesting. I don't know. I feel like when in a, in a field of so many good players, some guys like Xander and like Colin can kind of fall under the radar. This would be this would be a week I can see him winning. He's kind of due for a win, given how well he's played all year. Yeah, Xander's a tough I, one. I, I can see Xander well. winning any one of these. He's played well. I can see Xander winning any tournament, but like you just never know like what he has. Yeah. Kind of like he and Cantley just, just like I could see them like both of them could win all three play, these playoff events. Like because both of them played played well at all three of these places. I mean, it's the same thing also with Max Homa. Doesn't yep. play very well here historically. But I mean, he's been pretty rock solid of late. Yeah, I mean, I actually do kind of like Max Homa just as an under the radar top guy. Um, that's when he that's when he thrives, you know. I mean, like he's he's won in good fields, but he hasn't really won as a favorite. And I can't imagine. I mean, I don't know what his odds are this week. I think he's but like I can't 40 imagine. the one this week. I was going to say, I was going to say he's probably like 35. So yeah, 40. Wow. I mean, like anytime if you told us in January or February that you get Max Homa, uh, at 40 to one in a, like a non-major, especially 70 man field. Yeah. You'd be like, yes, yeah, sign me up. Give me two. Yeah, unfortunately, we do not have Max Homo left in our, our pick pool pick. We would but, literally need... I don't even think if we picked someone winner, that nobody yeah. had won the we next feel like JJ, JJ Spawn, Ben Griffin... And, We're just uh, playing for pride at this point. So <laughs> I think we still need to go way off the board and like let's just get crazy. Yeah, might as well. Like just, let's get nuts. Who's going to be the set track of this year? Who do, who do we have left? I'm not on the page right now. Um, I mean, basically anyone that we would need to pick we have left. Um, we actually do not have JJ Spawn. We used him earlier this year, but... Um, <laughs> this isn't really a JJ Spawn course. No. no um, like, I was just thinking of a random name no one else would have. Going on like a Sep... Does Cam Davis compare to Sep Straka pretty well? Yeah, he kind of does. I think. Yeah? Matthew, did you pick him earlier? Matthew, we have not picked him. Oh, my God. Is he a tee green guy? He's an approach guy. He is, I think. I don't know. He's in the... Cam Davis Cam Davis has uh, been gaining strokes recently. He's coming off a T7, T10. Uh, really good driving distance. Pretty good approach. Around the green, he's okay. His driving accuracy is where, where he like lets down and... Puttings. See, that's going to be an issue though, because like bogey avoidance is pretty key here. I remember, but at the same time, you got to take that with a grain of salt because I remember a couple years ago when we first started the podcast, 
we were looking at, at that stat and I was like, oh, Terrell Hatton's like number one in bogey avoidance. And I think he shot like, like 78 the first day. <laughs> yeah, happens. Yeah. Kurt Kitayama. That's a good one. Tita Green guy. Good. I, is, is Arnold Palmer Bermuda? Because this is Bermuda. Yeah, Bermuda. It says Bermuda. He's not, he's not too accurate either, unfortunately. Uh, you also got to think about, like, especially this like, week, like, who needs to make a push to get into next week? Who needs to make a push to say, I'm getting picked for the Ryder Cup team? You know, that's always something to, to think about. Not that he's going to make the Ryder Cup team, but Keith Mitchell's kind of a uh, Tita Green type guy. Kind of look it up. Strokes gain Tita Green. I mean, I know I know who's at the top. I could probably tell you who's at the top. Of I like, so I think the ones that I like in my mind are Matthew Neesmith, Cam Davis, and Keith Mitchell. Still Wyndham Clark, too. Ranks higher up there. Yeah, but, but like we want to get nuts. Like we're not going to win. <laughs> Trying to get this T to green page to load takes a while. There we go. What posting? How's posting doing T to green? Posting would have been a pick last week. We 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 almost picked them last week, but it, like I I think it was too chalky. Yeah, yeah. He's not. It's not great off the tee, but he's really he's good. We had the same idea last week. We we're like, we got to get nuts and pick Garrick Higo. And whatever he missed a cut on the number, which kind of sucks. But yeah, <laughs> I mean your usual. I mean Tita Green is basically your usual suspects well, up here. Well, what well, well, Patrick's boy, Pat Rogers? Something tells me no. But the prophecy could be fulfilled with P. Raj this week. He's a, he's a Tita, he's he's an approach guy. Ben on Ben on is up there in Tita Green for some. He really time. is. He really is. <laughs> he's like he's like 19th in Tita Green, and then like one through 18 are basically the top 18 players in the world. I could be down for P. Raj, honestly. Where does he fall in this this category? Man, Ben on, Ben on's made an ascension. 49th in Tita Green. Ben on's been very good recently. Yeah, which is kind of interesting. Not that I, I mean, all these guys we're talking about are not super accurate. That's the problem. But, like, I, I mean, that's just kind of what it is. The guys who are lower down yeah. usually aren't that accurate off the tee. But they bomb the ball, though. They absolutely crush it. Um, I'm good with anyone. I'm good. This, know. Is, this is more of like I, a throw. I'm good with a lot of options. <laughs> I'm good with anything. Jake, you, you, you throw the dart. Um,. I feel like I shouldn't throw the dart. I've been throwing darts the last few weeks and it hasn't been going well. Throw it. Throw it. Throw it. We need a bullseye. I mean, I'm going to go Cam Davis because that's the first name I said and I'd be pretty mad. I don't think first name I said. Exactly. Not why. He just, he feels kind of like the, the Sepp Straka type of player that like is a name, has won on the tour before, but isn't necessarily someone you pick in a FedEx Cup playoff event. So, All right, so now that we got that settled, um, let's get inside the clubhouse down the week. You want to quickly go over girlfriends? I know we wanted to get a quick episode in, but yeah, I played twice last week. I played, I played on a was it Saturday afternoon, 
went out at five thirty, played in two hours and forty five minutes, basically. Mm-hmm. Walking. So that was nice. Shot eighty two. Couldn't 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 beat the vibes. And then I shot I shot an exactly an eighty on on uh on Sunday, which sucks, but Sad. is what it is. Sad. I was playing with uh my coworker on Sunday and he had a, a little chippable in a bowl chip on on 18 for 79 but he played it hmm. <laughs> i mean i had a putt, i had a putt on 18 for i was like the flag was at the front of the green um so i like i hit it like just to the front of the green where it like just didn't stay on so i had a putt for 79 and i just like i put it up right next to the hole didn't go in so i also missed like a two-foot putt on like 13 that if you look back at my round if i made that i would have shot 79 but is what it is. Sort of like a... Kind of funny. I thought I thought the dream was over. I needed like a birdie and a par. Seventeen. I literally hit like I, I topped my drive basically. Like went like a hundred yards. And I was like, well, what now? So I pulled a three wood out of the middle of the fairway and just hit like yeah, a two hundred and fifty yard. Hit a two hundred and fifty yard three wood like right down to where I would have like laid up if I hit my like normal drive. So yeah. that's the silver mine difference. <laughs> Shot an 83. It was, I think it was my low round of the summer because I just like haven't played that much. Um, but I was happy with it. Oh, I had two triples. So man, I had a, two triples on my 80. Two triples are, are <laughs> bogeys, which is like very doable because it was on holes four and 13 or something. No, my triple, and, one of my triples came on like the easiest hole in the front, uh, seven. <laughs> yeah. So it's like good left. Yeah. It's good left. Yeah, those two triples turn into into bogeys, then it's a seventy nine. Basically I hit the ball right on seven. It went like under a tree and then I hit it like straight into a bunker, like plugged in the bunker, and then like yeah, so I made triple on seven. And then I made triple on thirteen. So it wasn't wasn't uh two holes that I probably shouldn't be making triples on, I made triples and that cost me breaking eighty. Yeah. I didn't play last week. I played qual- I had a qualifier a couple weeks ago. Shot seventy six. Four bogeys. That's it. So that was kind of Tough. interesting. No I'm switching. I'm switching putters. Switching putters to the uh, Scotty blade I had for oh, flying back around. to the blade. Back to the blade. Not so now. I'm, I'm. I'm probably gonna play this weekend, and then uh, we'll see kind of how that goes. But I don't know. Not. But now I'm all in my head. So now I'm sure I'm gonna like put putt even worse, and it's just gonna be it's just gonna mess with me even more. So. I've been, my putting's been very weird. Uh, like it has been bad, and then all of a sudden, like last round I played, I basically, basically had no two putts. They were all one putts or three putts. There was there was no two putts there. <laughs> yeah, that's the mind for you though, too. Yeah, um, yeah, playing Quaker Ridge next week, so that should oh, be fun. That's sweet. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um. I'll do it for this week. We'll see you guys next week for the BMW Championship and um, a Cameron Davis win this week. Yep. Mm-hmm.